Ho, 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 everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name's Tima. And I'm Sabria. And we hope you guys are having a holly jolly holiday season. <laughs> the holly jolly Christmas. He was going off. Um, <laughs> y'all, it's the week of Christmas. She celebrate Christmas. You know we marry. You know we're very merry. I've drinking two cartons of vegan eggnog. <laughs> You know, I feel I, like I've done it my right. one. I got my one cart still from, from like Yikes. a month ago. Well, if I count the eggnog flavor oat milk I had, I'll drink in three. <laughs> by myself, by the way. I can't get through. I can't get through it. It's, it's annoying, actually. I finished drinking it um, tonight. I was mixing it with like moonshine. I was getting real. I was, I was too. Real funky. But I, I was too because you so told good. me and um. I just, I don't know why. I still, I like stuff like that. It takes me so long to get through. It's literally so annoying. Oh, Which, it's something wrong with me. Like, I'll just drink it out the carton. Shout out to Ryan, my partner in eggnog, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan sends me every time he reviews like a new eggnog, he'll send it to me and be like, this one has perfect thickness, not enough nog. This one has great nog, too thick. Not not the thickness. And it's like, if you're an eggnog lover, you know that a, a perfect eggnog has just the, the right yeah. amount of like spice, nog, and thickness. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's true. And I finally found my perfect nog because I it was rough. It was rough. But I've, I, the one that you like is my favorite too. Hello. What brand is it for the listeners? Silk. Silk. Was it almond milk-based eggnog? It's soy based I th- no almond milk delicious you right delicious good. so good yum yum slurp it up all right um so how have you been <laughs> i've been a okay um <laughs> i uh something interesting happened i forgot to tell you before we started the show um i was supposed to have a job interview on yesterday um and I got stood up. I was like, I was like, dang, that's crazy. I got ghosted. Oh well. Damn. I didn't know that. But look, when people do stuff like that, it's just a sign that you don't want to work for them because yeah. they are mad flaky. Like if you can flake on a job interview, what else can you do? Yeah, and I had to go to the bathroom so bad. So I left and then I got and I came back and they were still not there. I was like, that's wild. I was just like, dang. I put on a jacket for nothing. Why? <laughs> Sorry. Why do you always have to go to bed for right before like it's time to do something? I think I because I, I get nervous. Okay. Um, yeah, I get nervous. Uh and I was like nervous and excited. And the combination of that, I just was like, Bloom! Yeah. I'm zooming. Well, I'm happy you were able to um you were able to just let it loose, like bust it, you know. Yeah, cause I I was like that's the best thing about having Zoom interviews too, cause like you're, cause I, I didn't travel nowhere. I was just like at my computer, and I literally started applying to other jobs while I was waiting. <laughs> I was like, y'all got the wrong sister. <laughs> <laughs> that's how white women think. I talk anyway. Yeah, I'm about to say regard. Not everybody will know that that was a joke. I was like, you like got that. the wrong sister, girl, cause I am gonna thrive, baby. <laughs> yo my week was um it's been chill i've been hibernating i'm in hibernation mode as you should be it's um rough out there it was crazy because like 
I was outside this morning and like walking and I'm like, okay, it doesn't feel bad because I'm walking. Like I'm walking. Like I feel that I was saying, I feel that heat. But yeah, like I don't I didn't feel bad. But um once you stand still, it's like whoa. whoa. You see outside, yeah, it's cold as hell. Yeah. It's cold as heck. It's cold as well, especially yesterday. I was like, oh, <laughs> winter has arrived, baby. Yeah, because I think it was like 33. It was uh thirty three degrees. No, I know it was thirty three degrees this morning. I was like, oh, it's perfect for me when um when winter is like in the fifties because you you wear your jacket but you can leave it open. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just walk in with your jacket my, open. Once I gotta start buttoning things up to the top, that's when I'm like, nope. It's my shit inside was zipped up to my chin. You could just see, you couldn't even see my mask. It was just my eyes. And I had my hood over my head. And you know, when you pull the strings to your hoodie, oh, it was that serious. I love that. But um, let's get into the show. You know, guys, this is the week of Christmas. Some of you probably will be listening to this Christmas Eve. Some of you will be listening to this on Christmas. Um, so we just wanted to really, really get you all in the holiday spirit. We wanted our faith for this this week. Sorry, I'm having a really difficult time talking. We wanted our faith for this week to be our four um, adult gifts on our wish list. Like this is what, if me and Sabria could just like be kids again, you know, Toys R Us, you go, you get a bike, you pick a PS4, whatever the hell else kids want. For <laughs> us, this is what we would want. So you first. So um the thing is i'm so mad that santa claus stopped listening to you when you turn 18 Ugh, mm-hmm. so crazy but um for me i'm gonna i'm gonna always say this um i would like money for a house <laughs> but it's got to be a house that i pick um it's got to be a house that i pick that i am well aware of um the home would you um, just want the home then yeah, I would just want I would want to skip over all the the legal shit that goes with the house. Oh, yeah. Just give me the house. I, yes, I give me the house. And I would like it it's preferably to be furnished, but honestly, I don't really trust somebody to get my style. But like I wouldn't mind if it was furnished with just like some simple, like modern furniture. Um be, so like some starter furniture. Yeah, and some starter yep, like some it, starter furniture. Yeah. That'd yes. be nice. But I literally I would it was have to be something that I've seen before. Um okay. Because I like, I'm realizing about myself, I like homes that are traditional outside, but modern inside. Like, I loved it. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I would like a, a home. Like, yes, like you say, you might skip over the legal schmeal. Um, don't want that. Um, also, the other um, gift would be a million smackaroos. <laughs> I don't know who's Not giving it. I don't know who's giving me a million dollars, but. Um, it's that, your list. That would be very much needed now. A million freaking dollars. Um, the third one is uh I would like uh my two credit cards to be paid um off. Um, I feel like that is very sexy. Um <laughs> to, to pay my credit cards off. Um I mean not pay them off. Wait, we you don't say pay oh pay my credit card bill, not pay them off because they're still active. So yeah, pay my credit card bills because I have paid cards off and that like I can't I still can't believe I paid off like five credit cards. Um but yeah I would like somebody to just pay my bills. 
Um, the fourth one would be, um, I would like a trip. Uh, and I'm torn because, um, well, I would like to go, uh, somewhere tropical. Like I want to see somewhere tropical or somewhere where mountains are and I can hike. It's either or. Okay. Or maybe both like Hawaii. Yeah. Something like that. Even though like, I know the, um, the residents of Hawaii are like telling people to stay out because like they had it's like COVID is like really wild over there and oh like, yeah like a hypo this is a hypothetical yeah though, hypothetical. So it was like yeah sorry I um sorry you know once you get dragged on tumblr you start um over explaining yourself but yeah hypothetically <laughs> not, a being, not a trauma response not a trauma response but yeah hypothetically if things were perfect um Hawaii would be absolutely perfect love that I want to go to Hawaii that's like a dream place but yeah. Again, once things are better and I'm not feeling like I'm bringing people a illness and leaving because yes. that's, you know, what white people did to us. And we don't want to do that to other people, right? Exactly. Um, I always get colonialism and colonizers. Like I get the words like confused, so I don't even go there, but definitely colonizer. It's being a colonizer. Yep. All right, so my mine's is a little bit more like materialistic. I'm just gonna put that out there. And these are all things that I know I will get for myself at one point. But let's just say this is Christmas morning for gifts that I that would just make my head pop off my shoulders. This is what it would be. First of all, the Theragun. That's how you know I'm getting old. Yes, I want a percussive massager and I want the Theragun Prime. So oh. if you don't know what the Theragun is, it's the thing that you see like a lot of athletes using on like social media where they put it um on their body and it like it's like a little ball at the tip and it like hit hit them like real fast it's like yeah, a massager they, i've used i've used one i want one uh, they're very expensive and i'm going to get one at one point at my job actually sells them i'm saying this for legal reasons because i cannot promote things <laughs> at my job without saying that you know we like you know i'm a partner to them so i do get a discount and i will get it at one point but i'm just like hell yes i want a theragun um most of these items on my list i can get for my job so that's what i'm saying i will get them at one point <laughs> but i want them on december 25th that's when i want them yeah so a kitchen aid stand mixer Woo! i got a hand mixer from kitchen aid it was cute my mom actually bamboozled me out of it and i <laughs> gave it to her because it was light blue and i'm a matcher like, i'm a matcher so that means if i got a light blue Hand mixer, I'm gonna have to get a light blue stand mixer. I'm gonna have to get a light blue Vitamix. And I couldn't commit to like that Tiffany blue color for the kitchen. Beautiful color, but I just could it, my heart wasn't in it. It's not really you. It's I'm not shocked. me. And it's not my kitchen. Yeah. I like the like uh, the almond color. I like the stain and still um or any type of like green. Yeah. I, I also surprised. really like the pink. I would I would definitely like switch up my whole like decor for the pink one. Yeah. But um the green, the stainless steel, and they got this new color called almond. It's like a, a really pretty off white. Excuse me. Oh my god. It's gorgeous. No, that's it's really that's gorgeous. Good. 
But that other stuff, yeah, that that Tiffany blue, I can't. My yeah, I was like, this is my mom's color. Like I know it's hers, so I want yeah. the stand mixer because I want to make dough, and it's like all those different attachments. It's like a hook attachment, mm. and I will get it in due time. But it's just I want it on Christmas. Also, I want a Dyson. I want a Dyson vacuum, cordless vacuum cleaner, the one with the laser on the front. And I want the one with the laser on the front because you get to, it's like a light. It's not a laser. Okay. It's a light. But (laughs) the reason why I want the light is because you get to see dark, the the dirt in places like under cabinets, under the couch, you get to see the dirt under the bed, you get to see dust. And it's like a light that shines so that you can see all that stuff. And like, you can go different directions with it. So you know how some vacuum cleaners, you just got to go straight. This joint, you can go side to side. And it's real, and it's cordless. It's like a rechargeable thing. So if we talk about adult gifts, here we are. That's adult as hell. I really want that. I really, really want that. And finally, houseplants, because they're very expensive. Um, And like, if you talk about like that plants that I want, the ones that look like trees and stuff, it's an easy hundred dollars and I don't really know how to take care of them. Well, I don't have a green thumb. So it was like, ah, it would be so nice if somebody just gave me like 10 starter plants that I can just do a trial with before I invest it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to lie. If I spend a hundred dollars on something, I'm doing CPR on that bitch. If you could lie. <laughs> and also, and also like not to, uh, also the plant can be a hundred dollars, but then talk about get, ha- buying it potted. Child, it'll the pots be, be a whole nother story. It'll, it'll probably be like, uh, you probably end up paying $200 for that plant. Yeah. Um. If you want to get a pot, because like honestly, think about it. If you're not somebody to have a green thumb, but you love plants, like why the fuck would you just buy an unplotted plant? I know I don't want an unplotted plant, cause plant, cause I'm not. I don't know shit about pot and stuff. Yeah, but I'm I'm trying to learn. Like I've been following a bunch of people who are into like pl- taking care of plants. I've been trying to get tips. I've been my mom is into taking care of plants. My mom is too. My mom and my grandma. I grew up with plants all in the house. So it feels weird to not have any. Well, I do have a few, but they're not, I don't have like the way like my mom and my grandma has plants. Like my grandma's whole window is decked out in plants from the time I was born to now. Like she always had one side and she was serious about her plants. Like do not touch them. Don't look at them. She would like make up concoctions to put on the leaves I grew up we like one year we grew our own cucumbers our own watermelon our own corn cabbage I mean uh, greens tomatoes so I have like I would say like an agricultural family Um, (laughs) but they just a bunch of green thumbs and I want to have one too like I will have a green thumb or die trying that's how I feel it's crazy because you look like you got a green thumb i think i just you know, like also right. i'm looking at plants but i really don't think I'm, i've been getting the right plants like you have to also talk to plants you know that oh well then that's why i don't be saying shit to my plants <laughs> i just be looking at them i gotta get better i gotta talk to my plants but also Sabrina, i'm not trying to be funny like i don't be getting plants from the right places like i feel like i don't be investing in them and yeah. that's why they be so hard to keep alive but then one time i got fancy and i was growing some seedlings from scratch and then i sprayed it with something i made a concoction and they died <laughs> well i sprayed it with a concoction i was like oh this gonna really work them things was like i'm like oh no you know um a whole um proto junction has good plants my mom get plants from there 
Okay. See, I feel like I be getting plans from places like Produce Junction and they don't be living. <laughs> so maybe it is me that's the problem. All right. I'm going to just keep trying though. Whatever. Yeah, keep I'm trying because my mom kept on trying. And yeah, I'm going to just it. keep trying. Um, A special... Um, It's just so much shit that I want. Like... My mom literally is getting bedding for me for Christmas. And my aunt was trying to get me some workout gear. I'm like, you can get me workout gear or you can get me like this electric <laughs> trash can that I want. Oh. <laughs> it's up to you. That is fun. But yeah, guys, that's our fave four for this week for adult gifts, all great gifts. Next, we're going to get into our toast for assists. We're toasting to Megan and Stein because she just graduated college. She said it, 2021, I'm finna graduate college. And she did. Yeah, that's wow how she did all this stuff on top of college. Texas Southern University. She crossed the stage and she did it. Sorry, I'm reading this CNN article. And it says, Megan and Stein is now a college graduate, crossing the stage at Texas Southern University on Saturday and cap and gown to receive her diploma with the rest of the student body, yada, 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 yada. Oh, my God. I'm going to be honest. That's a strong class because I wouldn't have showed up because she sold the show. Oh, I would have showed up because I would want to see her. <laughs> I would, but I wouldn't have got on stage. When they called my name, I, I would have yeah. in my seat. Why are you acting like that? Because that's just like, how do you like? I feel like I would look like, um, what's the bitch, um, from recess, the tall one with the glasses, the big, teeth. Gr- like, not great. Gr- well, yeah, well, no, her, yeah, I would feel like I look like that after getting like on the stage after her. The way I wouldn't give a shit about Megan Estalia, I'd like, <laughs> give me my shit, I don't care who else is here. I'm like, oh, me. great, I've just what I needed for, for four years, give it to me now. And it was more cameras than usual there. Oh my god, I would have felt big and sweaty. I would have felt like Sabria. I would have felt like when Sandy turned into a squirrel on her back. <laughs> to get real big. <laughs> oh my god, I just can't deal with you. I really can't. But um, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the, our girl, you know, and also sending some love because she's going through the uh, just the whole situation with her the incident with court and her being shot and people are really really just heavily doubting her and it's just like how many times has she, do she have to say that she got shot before people actually believe her and i don't yeah. understand what's in question but people are you know idiots and they're trying it they are oh sorry never mind but yeah i'm not gonna say what i was gonna say but off the mic i want to hear those it. people are just they're not okay no, I'll leave it not. at that. They're not. I'll leave it at that. But yeah. Send an extra love to her. Yes. During and this congrats. crazy time. Congrats, great. Um, so let's get into tea time. Before we do, I don't know why it's not on the outline. We <laughs> gotta get into TV dinner and talk about insecure. Slurp. Um, so there was <laughs> <laughs> so uh there are two different episodes that we haven't talked about so the first oh, one i'm be honest with you they could have kept that one like the episode where like her and crenshaw and I, okay she was like envisioning her future with nate because they were talking about moving in together um molly had that you know kind of hard conversation with her family and Torian came in big time with the support and Issa was envisioning it. herself and uh oh i'm about to say herself and uh Isaac, but who the hell is that? That's a <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. 
for Hayes? For Isaac Hayes? Where the fuck did I get Isaac from? <laughs> That's not even his real name. <laughs> I don't know who Isaac is. I don't thought that really scared me. I feel like Isaac is in my room. <laughs> Isaac, if you're here, show yourself. <laughs> who the fuck is Isaac? <laughs> That's really not an everyday name. <laughs> It's not. What about the Issa and Isaac? Like, <laughs> wow, you're a freak. Issa yeah. was having fantasies about Lawrence. Uh, that and her. episode, excuse me, that episode stressed me out. First of all, it stressed me out because I like I be dreaming about being in a nice house too, and she was dreaming about it, and I said, like, "Oh, so we both just dreaming." That's a- <laughs> But no, her fantasies is really how I be thinking. I'm like, oh, it's up and it's up and it's up for one opportunity. <laughs> I get one opportunity. I'm like, oh, it's up from here. Like, like, so I'm just like, we both just over here date. It was like, too, it was like too many daydreams for me. I was getting confused. That's what yeah, because I get, I get real confused. So I'm just like, God. But you know what? You, but you know what? I will say. She had the looks, okay? That whoever do her natural hair, I need them tonight. The colors on her skin. When she was wearing that plum suit, I said, babe, plum, like, I, I don't understand how Issa Rae could just be so gorgeous. Like, see her skin, her face, her hair color. She just looks like a glowing ball of beauty. Like, yeah. just she just looks so warm like so warm Mm -hmm. so saturated and I know that she said that that was intentional in the show because they were shooting so many black people for the colors to really really pop off black skin for the lighting to make them look really saturated and when I say they won like they accomplished that goal 30 times over Uh, even Torian wearing that like all baby blue suit in this last episode and molly with those white and black stripes and tiffany with that like it's just they really really do a cool things they really do cool things with colors and it was, it's just i love it they do and like her hair i just can't stop thinking i'm like wow i really need that hairstylist right now the straight john she had like the first time she came in to see i'm about to call him neil nate <laughs> um the first time she came in to see nate it was beautiful and like you said it's like a natural hair stylist because it wasn't like bone straight it was that natural that's my blowout look i i want that so bad me too i you do me i want it bad <laughs> wait what'd you say <laughs> you hear me i want it bad <laughs> oh my god um but yeah the looks were looking um she looks fantastic um, Molly, when she got in the car and just cried like that, I felt very seen. <laughs> like, Lord knows, I, we all have been there in some way or another. Like, we handle something, we did it, we go in the bathroom, we go in the car, we just find a corner and we break down. And Torian calling her and her having to cancel, I think that was so pivotal because in the past, I think Molly had been with shitty guys and they would have just like made her feel more terrible. Yep. They're like, here you go again. It's like, about you again, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. But Torian, like, he really understood and he sent the wine and wings to her house to make sure that, that she was good. I'm about to say, as a big bitch, you know I loved it. 
Cypria. Come on. <laughs> Everybody love food and wine. <laughs> Everybody loves food and wine. And I would have been sobbing at the door. First of all, when, Me too. when she opened the door and was like, I didn't order this, the wine. Um, and the girl was like, well, it's for you. I would have snatched that damn wine <laughs> Right, that I would have lo- like that is like honestly an unspoken dream of mine that somebody delivers something to mine. <laughs> yes, I, never thought I about love it, but it. I want it so bad. And the clear separation right there from when people like you and when they don't, and I it's so mean. Ah, it hurts, it hurts my heart to say it that. Hurts like bad, but when people just that invested in you and your feelings and your emotions, it's just like I love to see Molly being treated that way after being treated so shitty. I love it. Yeah, I agree. Um, then we get the next episode, which was episode what nine? Yes, mm-hmm. second to last episode of the season, and boy, did things turn up. Yeah, I was, I was chuckling over here. Okay, honestly, the episode I was like chuckling, but the episode made me uncomfortable because I feel like Tiffany, why y'all invite all these people to this party that you know don't get along? <laughs> yeah, like. Also, like, it was no, come to think about it, it really wasn't really no reason for Condola to be there. Well, she, yeah, because she Tiffany friend. She is Tiffany friend. But she ain't Tiffany friend. And also, like, this is where loyalty comes. She Tiffany friend, but she not Tiffany friend. You know what I mean? Loyalty comes like this, because I feel like Tiffany and Issa are, like, besties. You know what I mean? And yeah. even though you, me and you are more like Issa and Molly, but let's just say like, if you had a problem with somebody, say for example, your ex-boyfriend had a baby with somebody and it was really uncomfortable and caused you guys to break up. You're not invited. Same with Dro. Like you're not invited either because I'm, I cannot tune out of things being awkward. You got Nate versus Lawrence. You got Issa versus Condola. You got Terry. What's the, what's the name? Torian versus um, uh, Dro. Essentially, like I would have just been too stressed out about those dynamics, and would have been like, who's not important, and who could just go to like a going away dinner versus who can come to the party? Honestly. Exactly, exactly. It's like you wanted the drama. You wanted the like. You didn't. You didn't care. I saw people on Twitter saying that Tiffany. Um, is that's an example of grown up shit. Like, look, this is my party. What y'all going through is none of my business, like stuff like that. But I just disagree. I feel like as a party planner, you need to account for the vibes and you need to think about that. Like I've had friend groups who did not get along and one of them got to come and one of them didn't. And <laughs> if the beef was years apart, like for example, if it's some shit that happened in high school, I'm like, all right now, come on, y'all both can come. Like, yeah that's fine but if the beef was some adult shit and it was heavy then yeah want somebody not going to be invited and nobody better not ask me no questions about my shit that's just how i feel exactly and you could we can do something else like you don't have to come to the party yeah come to the going away dinner you know blame it on covid because like, i'm like i just want to keep it short little also oh correct me if i'm wrong Kendola didn't even interact with tiffany like that and like right so she didn't even interact with tiffany like that and also when she came inside to get her milk bottle tiffany was with the rest of them looking weird yeah so i'm like how you invite somebody then start looking flaky when she actually is 
present and why she like I guess it was a kid's party too but I'm like I felt like her baby was the only baby <laughs> yeah and he was too baby to be there he was too baby to be there and oh my god it's just so much to unpack let's start with the good let's start with the good the bad and then the ugly right <laughs> the good Torian and Ma- Molly Hilarious. I said this to you earlier. I love a chaotic professional person. Same. I love a person that you look at them and you go, wow, they got their shit together. They're so perfect. And then they are the ones who bring <laughs> edibles to the party. That, that was, was so funny. So, they had such a good time together. They did. They did. And like, also, I just love that he don't care about like, also, I love how free Molly was. She was like, yeah, like we um were in a, you like, I fuck with him, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, okay. Cause like, that's how I want to be able to be. Same. And the person to just be like, okay, like whatever. Yeah. That's what you want to be. You want to have somebody that likes you so much that your past decisions don't, especially when your past decisions really just are like a oopsie, not nothing catastrophic. Just don't even judge me at all because we all have done some shit that we aren't proud of and we wish we didn't do anymore. So I just feel like him being so accepting was a green flag. Exactly. And like, it just was like, it made also, it made him attractive. It, his everything has made him attractive the way he's been supporting her but I agree like his wild side and his ease and openness to be like yo that ain't I'm secure in the fact that this is the Molly that I'm dating because people really do change Mm -hmm. like the 24 year old I was and the decisions I made there I just do not want to be judged for those and what this the decisions that Molly made three seasons ago which would be I guess three years ago in their universe should not affect a present relationship yeah also I know people were saying and I hope I didn't say it because sometimes I'd be saying stuff on the show and then I, I mean on here and I'll be taking it back, but like her, that um, Asian bay, like she didn't fumble the bag with him. Like, first of all, when his brother said that out of pocket stuff, I feel like he didn't go up for her enough. And they just weren't meant to be together. Like they I've never really to be together. felt also, any like, chemistry between them besides they both were just very beautiful and had, yeah. and, and they both were trying. I felt like they were beautiful <laughs> and they both were trying, but those are the relationships, honestly, that I hate even more than the toxic ones. Cause I'm like, why are y'all doing this? Yeah. Like, don't he was you see? Too, it felt like everything she did, he was just disappointed. And like, he was hella disappointed. Like looking <laughs> back, he was like, again. Like, they, had, they argue about everything. I'm like, damn, you can't make a mistake up in this bitch. Like, <laughs> they argue about everything. I'm like, what do you niggas like about each other? He's like, really? Work again? Ugh, neglecting me. Yeah, well, she ain't got to worry about that with, with her current man because they both are like go getters. And I hated his guts uh, at first. When I was first yeah. introduced to Torian, I was like, oh, he is strict. But yeah. honestly, that, that, has happened before like there will be people that i think i hate when i first meet him and i'm like yo he is so cool and fun yeah that's that story of my life story, story of my life my with life. certain people but i think i, I just let la- i loved his character development he's one of my favorite characters and i love him and molly together honestly that's something i want just somebody that you could have a ball with when they was going crazy on that food i was like <laughs> yes and they were trying to describe what's good about it she's like it's like cheese and like the- <laughs> like it just was so silly my favorite part is when molly was high without telling them and kelly slapped her 
<laughs> that's hilarious to me like kelly just be like no stop that weird shit because <laughs> she was Girl, cracking up because like was. i know that that laugh when you on an edible like that laugh is something that like it just you can't stop laughing bro it's the best it really <laughs> is one of the laughing. best laughs i can't i can't i'm chilling with the edibles though like oh. yeah after we got new, too crazy <laughs> after new york i thought <laughs> remember that you know that meme with the monkey with the ivy in his nose <laughs> Or the little, the two, the breathing yeah, tube. That's that I was really, me in New York. <laughs> I really thought I was going to bake it. <laughs> and it was summertime. I was standing by the water cooler. I said, anybody else thirsty? Anybody and I else it, thirsty? But then when I got home and had them and they, they still was kicking my ass, I said, oh, this is different. We gotta go back to New York though for other reasons. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. we do have to go back to New York because it just was so fun. Um, uh, not right now. And I know everything's going up and it's up and it's up in New York right now. Oh yeah, cases, for real. But at some point, um, once things are back down, because I have faith that they will be. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't mm-hmm. panic. Nobody panic. So that was the good of the episode. Am I missing anything else good that happened? Um, what else good happened? Um, Issa's teeth, beautiful, beautiful teeth, always gorgeous smile. Um, uh, let's just lump the bad and the ugly together. Um, (laughs) so Lawrence and Nate from the beginning, like, soon as they all walked over to that little man circle, I was like, why y'all feel like y'all got a circle together as men? Like, I'm not trying to be funny, but like, if it was a, if I'm at a party and like, I get to like my, my man's ex is there. Like, I'm scrolling on my phone before I go sit in a circle with that girl. Like, I just don't care. I don't care to be around you. I don't want to talk to you. Right. I want to be up in your space. But, you know, for the sake of the show, they all went over there and, like, just were kind of letting their masculinity bump, bump, And bump, I'm like, bump. all you niggas is, like, y'all not even those niggas to me, for real. Like, Nate I is feel like to me. I, Nate is. But I'm like, the other ones? I'm like, I could see the shea butter glistening off your forehead. First of all, Lauren's friend had on a short sleeve turtleneck. <laughs> I'm like, y'all not even them bulls. Like, I feel like I could go over there and just like grind, like just line them up. I'm like, y'all is just like, y'all not even them niggas for real. And I didn't like that little peek that Lawrence and Issa kept doing at each other throughout the day. Like, stop that sneaky oh, shit. Oh, it drove me crazy. Also, when she was eating, when she was like getting the macaroni and cheese and like dropped it, acting, acting so I unreasonably awkward okay so we so the next thing we're going to talk about i'll get more into this type of character like the thing (laughs) but like she was acting unreasonably awkward like and i'm like come on yes dropping food and being like first of all it's already weird for your partner there like don't act like that don't act like that and then you know uh lawrence took some advice from chad that's his friend name right chad I think yeah, I think so. Short sleeve turtleneck. Oh, I I was so confused about that turtleneck. Like I just didn't get it. But I'm like, maybe that's the style. But he told Lawrence that he should have fought for Issa more. You just let her go. Who takes advice from Chad? He's terrible. Like who who takes advice from Chad? And I love that Chad is put into the story just to show the niggas really be listening to their loud friend. Yeah, just like girls, quote unquote, be listening to their friends, men be listening to their friends, giving them the wrong advice. And even if it was some truth to that advice, it should have never been confront Issa at a party while her man is there. Right? 
And when they, when he was in that corner confessing and Nate heard everything and said, what is it? You know, Issa should have just, she did say nothing. Let's just go. But I felt like she kept yelling at Nate, like back off, back off. And he snapped and I don't blame him. One of my pet peeves is when I'm into something and the person that's supposed to be on my side is, is like poking at me. And like trying to hold me back and grabbing on me because the only thing I could think about, and this is really goes back to my middle school days. If you hold me back and I get punched in the face, I'm coming at you next. <laughs> That's just all I got Yeah, because why would you also, the person like Lawrence started with him. He started with him. And I'm just, I'm not saying like Issa should have been like, uh, yeah, let the fight go on because of course you shouldn't want that either. But she should have just been like, Lawrence, this is inappropriate. This conversation is inappropriate and I'm not having it with you while my man is here. Like, that's just it. Cause like, that's what I would want a guy to do for me. Like if your ex start confessing his feelings, their feelings at a place where I'm at, shut it down. Don't even listen to it. But the reason why Issa was listening to it is because it's some part of her wanted to hear it. Mm-hmm. But it was mad disrespectful. And I think she's very sneaky. Yeah, she is very sneaky. I mean, she did cheat. But um, she is very sneaky. And also, like, I'm like, Lawrence, he not either. I'm like, he just told. Like, he just, oh, my gosh. He just, uh He irritated me so much, y'all. Like, niggas like that. Like, especially, I'm just thinking about how pathetic he looked when he, like, got the gusto to be like, Asa. Like, I'm like, shut <laughs> up, you joke of a man. Not the gusto. <laughs> yeah, he really got the gusto to be like, and it looks so awkward coming from him. Because I'm like, you, that's not even you. I just, I, I just knew it. I knew he was going to try to get her alone and just say something. I'm like, her boyfriend is there it's just mad disrespectful to do that while another man is there it's just it's like yeah you really took chad's advice the wrong way what you should have did was just wrote a text message um and sent it to her or because she wasn't answering your calls or something like that like i don't know but or just yeah. take the l take the l for sure because it is selfish to fight for her knowing your situation yeah like your situation is unattractive I just want to know what's going to happen this last episode because they got one episode to button this up. What if they go back like do 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 like it was all a dream? <laughs> I'm oh like That's what? Very lazy. That's what? Very lazy. Don't do it. <laughs> That's very lazy. I hope they. Do. I don't think they will. I, I feel like they they're will. such great. But writers. I really feel like it's going to be a rewind of like what happened. Like I feel like they're going to do like. That's like, corny to me that the last episode ain't one hour. She you could tell. She wait, you told could... us. Issa, why? Well, actually, no, she didn't already tell us, but I'm just saying we've all been begging for more for longer episodes and she hasn't given it to us. If anything, I'm expecting maybe an extra 15 minutes. <laughs> Please. I hope I hope we get a surprise. <laughs> that would be beautiful. Here's the hope. Here's, Here's the, the hope. hope. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, it was crazy. One thing I will say is like, as much as I love the show, I don't see myself hanging out with that group of friends because <laughs> I just feel like Tiffany inviting all those mixed personalities. That's something I really can't do in a group of friends. Cause like, what's please. the vibe? Like, yeah, I don't, it was like no vibe. And also like, again, Condola, first of all, if I was in Condola's situation, I would have never came because again, yeah. like I said, her baby is way too baby. Like he's just not, I mean, maybe she wanted to get 
get some fresh air with him. Like, who am I to say whatever? But if you want fresh air, walk around. Yeah, like, you I know? wouldn't have gone knowing Issa was there and knowing that Lauren that said too. that you ruined my fucking life because he had to break up with. I just would have been like, you know what? I'm going to catch Tiffany another time. I'm going to send a gift. Maybe we can grab some brunch with the babies before, like, you know, she head out. But I'm just not going to go. And she was like, I talked to Issa and it was just really good to know that there are no negative vibes. It's like, girl, yes, it is a negative vibe. <laughs> Yeah, you're me. Ever be a negative vibe? Yeah, girl. But yeah, that's extra man, not me. Hey, (laughs) yeah, I don't like that either at all. Cause honestly, cause like I feel like moving is something that's intimate, like for close friends. And I feel like she just wasn't that close to Gondola to invite her to the party. I feel like that was a sham. I just feel like the whole fiasco could have been avoided if the guest list was revised. Yeah, I agree. I feel like maybe Issa and Lawrence might have still seen each other, but like at least the condola thing wouldn't have been near. I don't know. Mm, I agree, man. So yeah, that was Insecure. Uh, after Insecure, we were supposed to... What, what show were we said we were, were going to talk about next for uh, TV so, dinner? Abbott Elementary, but that comes back in January. January 4th. Okay, we okay. also said... What was the show with the uh, the creatures? Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth. Also, Southern Tampa is really good. I think you'd love it. Oh, yeah. I definitely need to And it's very in. easy to get time. through. Like, it's an easy watch. Like, you can watch it super quick. Per. Love it. Right. Love well, it. y'all let us know. Sweet Tooth, Southern Tampa, and that'll be what we talk about after Insecure. But we do have one more episode of Insecure to get through. So, mm-hmm. it'll be in two weeks or so. Yes. All right. So, let's get into the rest of Tea Time and start off with... Tina Lawson, Miss 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 Tina, Beyonce's mom, is having a, a Facebook watch show called Talks with Tina, Talks with Mama Tina. So it's going to be on Facebook. It's going to be this week. I think it actually debuts tomorrow, but it's like a talk show where Miss Tina will have different people um, come to her home from the entertainment industry and have candid conversations. I saw them eating food. I saw Chloe and Holly. I saw Kevin Hart. And the best part is that Beyonce and her kids sing the introduction. What? That is so cute. It's so wholesome is what I didn't know I needed but it makes so much sense like through Instagram I really feel like Miss Tina is somebody who is like if it ain't right she gonna say it ain't right (laughs) but she gonna show love when it's time to show love and it's just it's just so wholesome and I'm so happy to see her getting like these opportunities just based on like the organic relationships she's created through her Instagram yes I love that because like before Instagram I thought that she because she has like as somebody who suffers from like hate to say it bitch face she got uh she got a mean case of like like you know of it and then you find out like oh my god such a sweet lady like she's such a she's so sweet and she funny like she just so she just got high arches and like i should definitely not judge nobody that because i know i'll be having it same thing same 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 but like i i think that um with miss tina what i used to think when i was growing up is that like she she gonna take care of you but you're gonna follow the rules that's how i used to feel like i feel like she gonna take care of you she gonna make sure you have something to eat but you ain't touching that juice until you done your food <laughs> you're not touching it yeah she but definitely get it i ain't gonna lie like older women like that when i was growing up i always like we got along because i'm a rule follower 
you know, but I just knew I'm not trying her because she's not the one or the two. Yeah. Like this woman used to babysit me. She was like a lot older than Miss Tina, but she reminded me of her in the sense that she was like light skinned. She would always wear red lipstick and she had always had like long red nails and she was sharp. Like she was sharp and she kept me and we had no problems because <laughs> I listened. Period. Yeah. I didn't disrespect old ladies, older women. I- I listened growing up, but that's what it seemed like. Remember that thing on Tumblr when uh, it was like a scene from Blow where Beyonce was on top of the car? Oh and, yeah, she said, "Get down, get down off that car." And it was a clip, of, yeah, of oh, yeah. Tina's face. It was like Beyonce, get your ass off that car. <laughs> but again, this was before her Instagram voice. Like I feel like Instagram has given us access to her personality, and we see that like wow, she has kind of always been ahead of the curve when it came to like uh, acceptance. Like she always talks about like her cousin Johnny, especially when Beyonce won like the GLAAD award. And I'm sorry, a lot of older black women be homophobic as hell. Mm -hmm. They be, um, what's they be slut shaming which Mm -hmm. she's like very like, no girl, do your thing. Like she was supporting Chloe and everybody. So it's just so nice to see that she's, She's that girl. She really is. I love her. I can't she, wait to watch. I don't even really like her daughter like that no more. I'm be honest. Yeah. She's boring. I like Miss Tina. Shut up. <laughs> Everyone knows it's a joke because you're... I'm about to say, show them. Show them your uh, cell phone wallpaper right now. <laughs> I know. It's, it's always her. I would literally... Free, it literally... Somebody try to play a prank on me change my wallpaper to something that wasn't Beyonce, I would lose my shit. No joke. joke. I love that my feed on Twitter now knows that the best way to get my attention is to share something about Beyonce or Mariah Carey. That's all that ever (laughs) pops up. So if you go through my likes, I swear one out of every 10 tweets is going to be at least one that's Beyonce or Mariah Carey related. I be getting a lot of Mariah Carey stuff too because I I follow a lot of lambs. Shout out to the lambs. <laughs> it's our time. True. That's so true. All right. So let's get into North Korea. That's always fun. <laughs> so I didn't think that was coming. <laughs> North Korea bans laughing during the morning for anniversary of Kim Jong-il's death. So I'm going to read this article from The Guardian verbatim so that you all know that, like, you know, I'm just not lying. Okay. Video from a place I cannot pronounce, shows North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un looking down as he attends the memorial service to mark the 10th anniversary of his father's death. As part of the National Memorial, North Koreans have reportedly been banned from showing any sign of happiness. According to Radio Free Asia's Korean service, restrictions include an explicit ban on laughter and alcohol during the 11-day period of mourning. A North Korean citizen also told the news service that on the exact anniversary anniversary of Kim Jong-il's death, December 17, people have been banned from going grocery shopping. First of all, I would, I don't know what the consequences are for laughing, but I know that I, me and you, we would, it would be a done bun. Yeah, it would definitely be a done bun. Between the two of us, because like, I go, even when I'm upset, even when I'm having a bad day, I will bust out laughing at least once a day. Yeah, we was in the hospital laughing. (laughs) <laughs> it's no freaking way i would kidding i couldn't make it i couldn't um that's insane to say that i'm like how you mad how you gonna be 
how you gonna make try to make us say like you they like that's crazy. that they're 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 banning any sign of happiness <laughs> dang how can you do that to other humans like how can you want to control them to that level to like to the point where you're like i no happiness should be shown like you do realize that like people can't laugh but could still be happy you ever you know on victorious um that clip is like ariana grande and she said hey to get insane i couldn't sing somebody posted it I just don't understand. <laughs> I just don't get it. But you know what? I also really am sick. I enjoy knowing that no matter how much people try to control <laughs> other humans, they will actually never be able to do it because yeah, you may not see it, but somebody is in their apartment like, oh, <laughs> and there's nothing you can do and about I hope it because you can't be everywhere. Freaking ball. He is, I'm like, yo, just also looking at how squatty he is. I'm like, somebody knock him the hell over. That's what really makes me mad. It's like, come on. Boss baby. I'm going to see somebody stand up to this guy. <laughs> Boss baby head is. I just feel like I hate that, you know, across the world, people try to make it as if like certain Asian cultures do everything weird. Like I'm well aware that that exists. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's just, it's not good for, uh, the Asian hate that's going on around the world. Mm-hmm. I will say that. But I feel like North Korea is is one of those things where I really try to make sure, like, am I being hypercritical of these rules here just because, like, you know, the world wants us to feed into these stereotypes? And I don't think I am. I think that they do some ridiculous things from no, just a like humanity is, standpoint. Yeah, that nigga's on a different level. Like, he's a dictator. <laughs> Period. Like, <laughs> period. He's a dictator. He's lit. that's 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 it. He's a dictator. That's it on it. Um, moving on to the next subject. So, <laughs> this was hilarious. We could not find another story that wasn't absolutely depressing, and we no need to tell us. We know that you're sad because you you know look at the yeah. world right now. Right. So we were like, what's something funny that we can kind of talk about? Um, and Sabria came up with the idea of our favorite and least favorite tropes in like movies because i've been watching so everybody know i'm doing like my um horror holiday um movie countdown um and like i'm realizing that there's some movie tropes that i literally just cannot take and i just realized that this week i'm like i always hated this but now it's like burnt in my brain i'm like yo i really hate this and like on on top of me watching because i do want to get into movie reviews soon um watching that and then i'm watching shout out to ryan watching um her channel and like reviewing um like you um reviewing videos and stuff like that and like talking about different movie tropes i'm like yeah like i hate that trope so like what really really inspired this what got me going so a trope of movies that i absolutely can't stand is when it's usually a trope that's in like either like a psychological a psychological horror or like a thriller or like a horror movie or something when somebody is a over-the-top murderer like so and they're human it's not like they're like freddy cougar or something like that they're just like an everyday man who like for instance um you swing an axe at them and they're like out and you're like and the final girl's like huh like got away and then, he, and then he like puts his hand up and was like oh, come here like or just doing stuff like okay so i was watching this movie 
called P2. Sorry, I'm going to spoil it. But I was watching this movie called P2. Um, it's a Christmas horror movie um, because the events happened on Christmas Eve. Um, this guy was so batshit crazy. He um, like kidnapped and drugged this girl. And then he's like, she's trying to get away from him. And he's like, I'm just trying to help you. I'm just trying to help you. Why are you acting like that? Like, I'm, I have your best interest at heart. Like, I'm trying to help you. Then he sends his dog, who's like a trained Rottweiler, a trained Rottweiler to kill. He like sticks his dog on her. And so she defended herself from the dog. She kills the dog. And he finds the dog dead in a car. He's like, why would you do that? He was just an innocent dog. I'm like, no, this nigga too crazy. He too crazy. <laughs> I don't like that. When, yeah. I up, when, when it's like, just like, it's just not, it don't seem like a good reason to go as nuts as they do. Exactly. Like when they, when the killer like starts up, they're like at the top, they start at a hundred and like, they don't come down. And it's like, you were just too crazy. It's irritating. Then another Christmas movie I was watching. Christmas horror movies are there's like only like four good christmas horror movies i'm not gonna yeah. lie it's a very small it's a very niche genre so like it's so niche that i don't know if i'll be able to do this next year because at this point i've watched basically almost every christmas horror movie unless new ones come out last year next year i'm not even sure i'm gonna be able to do it right. anyway i'm watching this christmas horror movie called like on the once upon a time on christmas and these these two killers and it's so annoying i, I can only compare it to like so haunt acting is very different like when you work in a haunted house it's dark you got to be loud and you like you startle people it's a haunt or whatever so you're going to act like <laughs> let me out please let me out <gasps> i'm not crazy like you <laughs> act like that when you're like in a haunt but to see that on film it was this couple and the premise of the murder where it was like the the 12 days of christmas so um they uh killed like turtle doves um and they um french hens it was like these girls it was like these uh like four girls they killed like you know the 12 days of christmas um song so they were killing based on that which it could be a super cool idea but the fact that the two actors were acting like the only references they had were harley quinn and the joker <laughs> cartoon <laughs> and haunt actors the girl was like i'm gonna kill you <laughs> and i, I just this shit. i was like i cannot i was in physical pain watching this movie y'all but i'm not a quitter i was like i'm gonna watch it because i want to know why i hate this and like i want to review movies and i want to know more about movies and like the more you learn about stuff that you don't like the more you can like pour into the stuff that you do like but the girl was first of all she looked like she was like 40. it the guy looked like he was like 60. i'm not 60 he was like 50 or something i'm like y'all too old to be murderers acting like this they both be like <laughs> rise and shine honey i'm gonna get you and they had like chainsaws and stuff and i'm like if this was a universal i would love it but the fact that i'm watching this on screen is terrible and there is the reason why there are different methods for different acting because everything carries differently in different mediums because like that haunt acting does not look good on screen and that's why i could never act in a movie because i can only do haunt acting um but yeah that is just it was it was terrible so i hate characters like that yeah, i too. hate i can't stand acting that that terrible it's just all right this is distracting it's so bad over the top like 
Um, another thing I hate, and somebody worked this up, the, the um, what is it? The best friends to enemies pipeline. Yeah. So I like, hate seeing that too. I hate it so much. Like so, like in Mean Girls, but Janice in um, I forgot his other movies. I'm uh that I know. I'm like that that movie with the brides with Anne Hathaway and one of the Kates. I forget, but it's like they have this. They pick the same day for their wedding and they start beefing and doing terrible things oh, to yeah, each other. Yeah, I don't like stuff like that. I like the be, the the best friend to enemies pipeline, especially like when it's in high school and stuff like that. Like I hate it so much um also like um it, it's a bit it was a big thing in the 90s um like the uh, like the girl she's ugly because she's wearing like overalls <laughs> and a ponytail and like glasses <laughs> and they just take her glasses off take her ponytail out put her in jeans and a t-shirt and everybody's like whoa <laughs> like, you know what i hate most about that trope is that the guy who wasn't paying her no mind be like whoa <laughs> I knew you had that under there. It's like I'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here, Ryan! You wasn't paying me no attention for the the, the first six years of knowing me, but and now all of a sudden, because I got context, you don't you want to talk to me?" But the the girl falls for each time, every time. It's so yeah, Princess the, the, Diaries. I, yes, I think that's the thing I hate. I hate the fact that she falls for it. Like yeah. that is so. And also, like it's not that big of a deal putting taking glasses off and taking your ponytail down, like. <laughs> <laughs> no they give her layers too they always give her some layers and no they straighten her hair because it'd be mm -hmm. curly and wild and wonky yep that's another thing Ug curly hair they're like oh that's ugly it <laughs> like, is ugly also i think that i'd be mad because i'm like she was always thin and could have done this herself exactly because like it's really real simple thing. it's so simple like you really could have done it yourself <laughs> like you could have taken that like you could have taken the ponytail holder down and you could have like just put your glasses up like it don't even have to be like that and i think that's why like you know euphoria is whatever but i like the fact that barb that's her name right the plus size girl i think so okay okay I, I said barb oh that's from stranger things but um <laughs> <laughs> wrong wrong thick tall girl but um <laughs> Okay, I love the fact that she's not a nerd. She never was ugly, like painted like that. She always like you know in style, like whatever. Yes. She never. So I like that because they always do that to like the plus size girl or the girl that wears glasses, and it's like, sorry that she's seventeen and can't see. Like, sorry, <laughs> what are we? What the fuck is she supposed to do? Like you know, I feel like she gets to be ugly. That's what she's <laughs> like. What? But a trope that I love. And what made me think of this too is somebody, it was a picture of Miley Cyrus and Pete, Pete Davidson. I said, Pete, <laughs> where'd that come from? But Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson, and it was dressed similar. And somebody said they look like evil twins. I freaking love evil siblings in movies. Yes, that I is a good one. So freaking much. Like, it makes me so excited when it's like a duo of siblings and they are just like evil, they're chaotic, they like want like to be like, like um evan and sharpay like evan wasn't that evil sharpay was evil but he went really. along with it and but he went along you know? with it like i love that so much when like siblings stick together and they're just like we are just like the twins the malikas and um in uh sky high yeah like, 40 in love yes yes for, like i love stuff like that team rocket oh, from um, pokemon yes. were they were they siblings or they i think they might have been i'm about to look up but i love a a twin duo or a sibling duo that are just like 
evil as fuck. Like I, them makes me so excited. And also, they always dress the best. And they always fail though. That's the thing. Yeah, that's they the thing. I love it. They, I they love it. <laughs> I love when they fail too, because I like, also they're like funny. Like yes. that's that they really be the funniest um in the whole movie. Like I love evil twins too. I'm like y'all don't be knowing like that's very like <laughs> like I love it. Also, another trope that I love is um I'm trying to think. I love because I feel like this is me. Um, because we was watching uh the movie Miss Forty, and it was this girl in there who every time a man say something, she was like, "Fuck off!" Like get out of <laughs> here. <laughs> what are you looking at, creep? Like I. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes. I can't I can't take that the misunderstood like I only like her girl. when she's a like in Miss 40 she was perfect because she wasn't all in the movie she just okay. popped up so it I like it when she right. yes I like it when she's like that like she's not a star she just comes up when needed to and backs up I don't really like the like I know what you exactly what you're saying like the misunderstood freak who like everybody's like she's a lesbian because she wears a hoodie like the like, like I don't like that or like me and um Karina were watching a movie I'm sorry I don't know the name of it but it was like Jude Law and Natalie Portman in it and like Natalie Portman was just had this hideous haircut and like dark like goth clothes on and a cigarette and she was just acting like so like mysterious she's like yeah i mean i'm here by myself oh closer of course that's and she she had a pink wig on too at one time i just like i can't i cannot take it i hate you're not even that misunderstood i know your life story just from talking to you she's skinny white girl who like has a like Like, the cigarette is just an accessory you like you don't it's just you know that the cigarette is literally there just for annoying me. Like that's yeah. how I feel like the cigarette. You don't even be smoking it for real. You they don't even know how like to smoke. It near their mouth and like looking over their hand. It's like oh god. And she's like, yeah, I didn't eat today. It's like okay. She's like, it's just you know. <laughs> what do you want me to do li- about it? She's like, my legs fucked up. You know. She's like, you don't want you don't want this. You don't want any part of this. I'm fucked up. <laughs> what don't you get? You know how it is up here? And she's I'm like, crazy. Her head. I'm crazy. Like, you don't want to be here. You don't want to be in my mind. Me trying, me behind them in the coffee shop. Excuse me. Can I just pick up my <laughs> latte? Y'all are really holding up the line. Excuse I'm me. like, girl, are you okay, girl? I'm like, can I just get by real quick? Thank you. I hate that. I feel like people should just definitely, like, I feel like that would probably go under the category of manic pixie dream girl. Um, <laughs> Which is a trope. It's very specific. It is. That's a trope. It's it's called a manic pixie dream girl. So an example of a manic pixie dream girl is like um Helen Helen Helena Boham Carter in um Fight Club. You see you seen Fight Club before, right? Um, I started it, but I fell asleep. So in Fight Club when she uh she's like at the um oh even better in Eternal Sunshine the Spotless Mind. Yes. That mm-hmm. is like a manic pixie dream girl. Even though I hate that's right. That's that look when I was a younger, that was one of my favorite ones. That was uh, a great movie though. That was a good movie. But that's like a manic like is a character written obviously by a man or a woman a woman who's like distraught and like she's like usually like super pale, thin, her hair is like straggly, and she's like, I don't just I just don't know. And a man does save her. Mm-hmm. But the man like, saves her from her because she's too emotional you know yeah she's like she needs to be saved yeah. she cannot function on her own yeah i hate it hate, I hate it that character i hate it so much 
What's the what's the one that you said something earlier and I couldn't wait till you said it? Okay, so this is something I hate. Um, I started watching this movie on Netflix called The Shed because I was going to sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just thought that you know it's it was a religious movie about a man meeting God in the shed. And I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. So um, Octavia, what's her name? Is it Octavia Spencer, the one to play in the Help and play Ma? Yes. Mm -hmm. So she was God in the movie. Okay. Mm -hmm. But something I hate is the all-knowing mammy. Okay. It's just oh my God. I hate and I hate the all-knowing mammy of a black woman. Like you just come here, sugar, and you sit right down. The magic it's called the magical negro. I think I think that would fall under the magical but negro. But she always smirking, like <laughs> I thought you say that. Oh, yeah. That's sit like down and have <laughs> you a big piece of this pie. Come on. Oh, I hate that. Sit down. Let me sm let me just smother you in my bosoms and just take care of you. I hate I that. Hate that character so much. I hate it so much. They try to make me play that character when I was doing childhood acting. I'm like, I'm 12. What the fuck? I'm just big for my age. They really try to make me play that. Hate. I was like, no way. I hate that when a black woman is in a movie, she always got to be like, kind of like Taraji was and Benjamin Button. Mm. Always the caregiver. Now listen, why your face so long? Your hair? Come on now. Ain't no use of pouting. Get like I, I hate it. I just cannot stand it. Sorry, I want a black one. Um like honestly, that's why I fuck with Rue so much. Like I want a black one to black. I'm crazy. Now I feel like no, that's different. I don't you know what else I want? I want a black woman that says, Leave me the fuck alone. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm living my black ass life. <laughs> and I just I just don't want like I'm actually fine. I'm not crazy, but I'm just not welcoming to you or your trauma because I'm focusing on my own. Yeah. Like when I see that in movies, I'm like, yeah, I can relate. Like how they were super guarded in Black Panther. I'm like, duh, get it. Um, another thing I hate is the overwhelmed mom or like the mom who <laughs> <laughs> like the mom from Baba Duke. I hate when like the mom frazzled by everything the mom from the stepfather whatever that just has no hold of her kids no hold of anything and they just look frumpy <laughs> and they don't listen to their kids that is such a big pet peeve of mine mm -hmm. is when they're fr and they don't listen to their kids like and the stepfather her son was like you know mom like i don't trust this man blah blah and she's like well you did a thing and i'm not ever gonna trust you so you're lying right now first of all what he did was not, i don't even it was so insignificant that i don't even remember didn't they like get in an argument or something I know what he did but it's just like you got a murderer in your house get off he was my a teen and, and he was a teenage him. he was a teenage boy and you and his father just got divorced of then course she was taking it all out of him i just feel like with that character it's just not true to how moms be well I'm, i know some people moms are but just having a mom that's always in tuned and always aware of the killer i just hate that portrayal of a woman Same. allowing that like harm to come into their house because they're not tapped in because they're too busy being frazzled Dang. i just hate it like just the like stupid ass mom i hate it i hate the overwhelmed mom and i, I hate, hate the hot it. mess divorced man like the man I hate who's like a teacher and he comes to work and his shirt isn't tucked in all the way and he's just a hot he's just a hot mess and like all the kids take advantage of him i can't think of an example right now but i just feel like anytime i see the the the, the hot mess mom or the divorced dad that's just like taking it out on everybody gets under my skin yeah i hate that combo too um also like uh i don't know why but i mean sorry trigger warning because i'm about to say a word that i think that is a slur but the movie towel head oh yeah. didn't you see that with me yeah 
That so sick. that movie was sick as hell and like that is a character that i just do not like like and i know they exist but i just do not like and that movie made me not like that actor because he played two-faced in um the oh, dark harvey knight dent. yes harvey dent he played harvey dent um i don't like that character also that's like the like who's like a pervert like just overtly perverted and just like so it's just giving me shiver to think about it because like robin williams was like that too in one hour photo mm -hmm. um and just like that just just overwhelmingly creepy like guy yeah, who's like Stanley sweaty and, and and the uh, lovely bones yeah and i've never seen that movie he but i know exactly me. who his character is he scared but... me to death I don't like that character. Me neither. And for good reasons. Like that just shows we're good people. When we don't like that character, yeah, exactly. I'm done with it. We don't need anybody that dark or yeah, creepy I feel like cinema anymore. It's just I hate it. Also, I don't know if this is considered a character trope, but this is a new trend that I'm seeing in writing and stuff. When things are overly woke or overly oh, yeah. like internet. So I started watching New Sex in the City and it's not like spoilers or it's not like juicy spoilers. Like when I'm talking, obviously everybody's kids are growing up or whatever. Miranda's son is just a horny perverted teacher. I mean, I mean teenager. Um, and like <clears throat> they were at, like they were somewhere in public and um, he's like making out with his girlfriend like all crazy or whatever. And Miranda like says to Steve like, say Say something to your son like what the f like what is he doing like say something and like steve has like he's older now and he's like hard of hearing and he's like what because like he just took his hearing aid out because he wasn't trying to hear shit nobody was saying Ooh. respect that's all <laughs> that's <Ooh>. all <laughs> so he put it in he was like what and her son goes don't sex shame us mom oh no i i leaped up in my seat i held my chest i jumped back oh my oh gosh. my god what did he just say? The don't, way he would have got plucked across the room. He it said, made don't no sex. First of all, to I say I will that, sex shame you. I actually will. That, but also like that, like term to say that is just like so internet. Like when y'all, when I feel like whoever wrote that was like, ladies and gentlemen, we got them. We got the Twitterverse. They're going to be losing it. And I'm like, no, that was just like weird to me. Like, don't sex shame us, mom. Like, disgusting. Because, like, also, I don't know if that's how teenagers talk now. Like, again, I am an old lady. I don't know if that's something that a teenager would actually say. But I just thought it was so corny and so, like, weird. And also, like, how the one of the queer characters on there is just, like, very, like, to like they're one of their stand up there was like raise your hand if 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 you if i fucked anybody in here if you fucked me if you want to fuck me and i'm just like whoa yeah that's a little too whoa, much for me personally whoa. i just can't do it yeah i'm just like whoa 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 well let's get into the tropes that i like yes okay please. i like the town brat i'm always into that <laughs> the muffies are from Arthur. Think that I love that so much. I love the girl that BB Bluffington. Like, I, I love when it's like they're everyone else is middle class and she's rich. <laughs> and she's like, you guys get to come to the party that daddy's creating from. I love, I always love the rich, the, the town brat. Like 
it's it's too easy when it's like they're all rich and like gossip girl mm-hmm. i like when it's one girl who is the rich one and because she- it's funny because it's like why are you in this town exactly but she always but i feel like that's how i'd be sometimes when you're when your family's like oh yeah like you know we we're doing pretty well for ourselves but damn her mom doing amazing her parents are doing amazing because like, like ronda from uh hey arnold like exactly there and like bb bluffington like why was she with them like i love it i love the town brat i love the bougie black woman and anything i love tony i love um like right now i'm watching um um uh t- selling tampa and i love Co- which is like scripted colony. it is i love colony so much she's just so gorgeous and you'll you'll love her character once you're introduced and finally i love the overbearing mom i do <laughs> i love the mom that's like honey please don't do it your asthma please don't do it you know you're allergic please don't do it i don't want you to break a single thing because that's me as a mom <laughs> i get it i do really get it yeah i definitely feel like i would definitely be like that the mom that goes i'm sorry are these organic like i just (laughs) please that's always my favorite character i I know it annoys some people but i love it it's so funny i actually yeah i do love that too um also i feel like um what's the what is the word i'm looking for i'm gonna say i'm gonna say bonus round but not bonus round um oh honorable mention um the dad that works too much but he redeems himself <laughs> yes like okay. who are you gonna say the dad from that um movie we were talking about last week what was his name was Sinbad oh yes jingle all the way yes, yes. jingle <laughs> yes, all the, the way the dad who works too much but the he... Santa Claus the yes yes exactly mm-hmm. I love that I watched the Santa Claus too this year too it was that's even always a good feeling that doing the dad who works too much comes through for their kid and they're like whoa my dad does a my dad's the coolest like i love it <laughs> <laughs> that's really what i mean they're like whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> it's like never mind he's been trying to put the fucking food on the table for you for the past <laughs> no, <that laughs> you got your action so figure now he that boy huh okay this is so funny to me like he really be working wow <laughs> bags under his eye <laughs> He hates his job. He just do it to provide for his family, but none of you niggas appreciate it. Oh my God. I love also, it. the dad who treats his daughter like a princess. Love it. Oh yes, I love that too. Like, how yeah. you doing, sport? How you doing, princess? How you doing, muffin? How are you? <laughs> I love that. Anything for my pudding. That's my favorite guy in a movie. That's how Charlotte's husband is. Perfect. As you should be. That's yeah. how men supposed to be. They are. So that was so fun. That Happy, was yes. We should really definitely talk about. I was like, talk about cinema more. But yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. whenever you do the cinema lover voice, is always. <laughs> oh my god! Let's watch a All film. Right. <laughs> let's get into the sunken place. I'm gonna say let's get into some negativity. <laughs> um, let's get negative. Uh, let's talk about the Biden administration trash like they're in a sunken place for their COVID response like first of all when omicron start turning up maybe like on friday that's when shit really started hitting the fan and people in new york was like no bro this is getting bad again i was shocked to hear that the biden administration was like we're gonna say something on tuesday that is so anxiety inducing to me we're our we're on the weekend and we gotta go saturday sunday 
Monday and pretty much all day Tuesday before we hear the response. That is Meanwhile, insane. I'm walking into places right now. I, we don't know how daily Omicron is, but why do we want to wait for people to die to prove to us how daily it is? Make the mask mandates happen. So I was just like, is that what he's going to announce on Tuesday? That it's like going to be a mask mandate or something? Then... On Tuesday, today, he didn't even share much. He just was like, hey, guys, so we're going to distribute at-home COVID testing. I just feel like, okay, yes, testing is one piece of it, but that's not preventative. Why are we not making a national mask mandate? I'm sorry, there should be no, there should be no reason why people are walking around the gym, the supermarket, the mall, raw dog in the air right now. That's yeah, and that's dirty. crazy to me because like um the last time that I went to my gym, like people had to at first they had they lifted the mask mandate for like a week or so, and then they're like oh back, so people had to wear masks in here. So like I feel like in different counties, people are doing different things. Yeah they are and it's just no consistency and i feel like the the administration is so damn scared to get like any type of negative feedback that that's why they're not enforcing the mask mandate but i'm just like all right what are we going to do sit there and watch to see how bad this thing gets because within one month less than a month according to these numbers it went from being like oh the first case has touched down in california to now it accounts for over 70 percent of all new cases of covid Mm -hmm. it's now like beating delta after and i'm just like is it do we care about like keeping humanity going like is that like a priority for anybody because if it is why are we not doing everything we knew that worked from the beginning like wearing the goddamn mask like why are we not doing that like we cannot force people to get vaccinated although if it were up to me we could but like since we can't do that why can't we at least enforce people to say if you want to be in this space that's fine but you have to wear a mask yeah exactly like who like y'all who's gonna beat your butt like that's how i feel and then they released like a message that was like you know for the vaccinated people you get to enjoy you know the holidays with your family never mind the who organization the world health organization saying that they didn't recommend it so they literally said not on the news like but like literally like four days ago or on the day that Biden administration should have said something, the news was like, keep it small or don't do it. Or for real, for real, don't do it at all. Celebrate it like you celebrated last year. We know everybody was excited to get back to big groups. Tell me about it. I really was romanticizing the idea of having our annual Christmas Eve dinner. This is something I look forward to every year. My cousin has had a baby. I have not seen the baby. I thought I was going to see the baby this year, but since I love that baby, I don't want to see that baby. That's how I feel. Like, Mm -hmm. I love that child. I love my family. I'm going to skip out this year. And what I will be doing instead is, you know, one, getting my little boosty tomorrow. Um, And then second, like, I'm just celebrating with the same group of vaccinated people that I celebrated with last year and hope that that's okay. And it's it's crazy because... I went to one, uh, a Christmas party, um, like a little small gathering on Saturday. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, this is the last gathering I'm going to for a while because this shit about to get crazy. Mm-hmm. And like, we all loosened, loosened it up a little bit. We all did because exactly. we're human beings and we can't live like that forever. Mm-hmm. But now's the time to reel it in. And now's the time for our government to step up. But I guess that's wishful thinking. Exactly. I mean, and 
um honey new homie was a flop but um god damn just, he was he came in strong with the covid relief and i didn't think that that was for humans as much it was as it was for good business trying to keep yep. these businesses together but mm-hmm. now it's just like god damn you don't yeah. care about nothing do you exactly it's just a saying is it's um you know same president different color huh red blue <laughs> all the same exactly so that's that fuck the body fuck byron um moving <laughs> into common senses this week we have a listener letter and this listener has asked us to change their name so i picked the name maya let me know your thoughts on that cute yeah so my name is maya i'm a 21 year old capricorn and this has been one of the hardest months of my life One, my dad passed away in March and I'm struggling to navigate the holidays without my favorite person. On top of that, I'm a senior in college and it's the end of the semester, so I'm drowning in papers and projects. The only thing that was keeping me going was the Christmas season and all of the fun things I had planned with my boyfriend and friends. Last week, things got exponentially worse. My car's engine gave out and it's total. I have been in contact with someone who tested positive for COVID. Sure enough, I also tested positive on Friday. I'm vaccinated, so my symptoms could be worse, but I still feel horrible. All I want is to take a trip to Target for some things to make me feel better. Cozy socks, a new blanket, Christmas stuff for my room. So naturally, I asked my boyfriend, who's 23 in a Taurus, if he could bring the order to my house if I placed it online. This man had the nerve to say, bruh, and ask why my mom couldn't get it. I was shocked because I would have done it in a heartbeat for him or anyone I claim to love. I also had friends who have offered to bring me anything to cheer me up. So I assumed the guy I've been dating for a year would do the same. When I told him how I felt, he started getting mad and saying, just place the effing order. And then I never, then I said, never mind. He hung up. Later that day, he apologized and said he's feeling like it's pointless since he won't be able to see me when he drops it off. He also went on to make the whole thing about himself because now that I'm sick, he can't have the Christmas break he imagined. Complaining about how he used PTO to take the week off, uh, the, the week of Christmas off, and now he's going to be stuck in the house. He acknowledged how selfish it sounded, but still had the audacity to say it. I am actually stuck in the house. He could go anywhere he wanted to, but is choosing to stay inside. I'm sympathetic to how hard a change of plans can be, but it's just made me feel worse. And like me being sick and alone wasn't something he was concerned about. I miss my dad. He would have moved the earth to make sure I didn't feel alone or forgotten. Being without his love and kindness feels so lonely. And this time of year on top of my current situation is making it so much worse. I don't expect that type of unconditional love and support from someone I haven't known that long, but some sympathy and a small gesture would have made me feel a lot better. Would you try to express to him how you feel again or fake an obituary and have your friends tell him you died? Those seem like the only two options because I'm feeling petty. Love the show, and I know you'll drop some gems on the topic regardless of what your advice is. Even if you don't respond, getting out how I felt getting how I felt out made me feel a lot better love Maya 
it's first. always I really always suggest writing letters. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm so happy you feel somewhat better. Um, first of all, I want to say, you know, sending our condolences, sending our love for your father. Um, that's so difficult, especially around the holiday season. And I just know, you know, it's hard. Also want to wish you good health, you know, fighting that COVID, whether it's, you know, whether you're vaccinated or not, it's just not easy. It's scary to Mm -hmm. have it. And that isolation doesn't help things and just everything else, the school, uh, piling up the work, uh, the, the thing with your car engine, it just seems like you are in a position where you're being tested and it's just not easy to get through everything you're going through. So just want to send our well wishes like yes. right off the top. Um, me and Sabria both felt like this broke our heart, like especially as two people who are close to their dads and that whole thing about like, you know, you know, for a fact that if he was here, he would have moved, he, he would have done anything to see you comfortable. And that that's, that's a hard pill to swallow mm-hmm. when the person, the other man in your life isn't doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. we just wanted to give you start off by giving some, you some advice as to what we would do, yes. you know, all like all advice, take it like a grain of salt make the decision yourself. We can't really tell you what to do. We don't know him. We don't feel for him like you do, but yeah. What would, what would you do, Sabrina? So I personally, like when I'm dating somebody, it is very important for me to feel like this person will have my back. And that has a lot to do with, you know, how my father treats me. And I feel like if this person wouldn't, like you said, move the earth for me or like just wouldn't go up for me, even like in little situations like that, um, I would feel like neglected because I'd be feeling neglected from like little things because of how um, my dad goes up for me constantly. Um, so I would not gonna lie. I would be like very hurt and feel like, um, do I want to be with this person anymore? In the same token, um, I do, um, like, um, everybody else, even sometimes when I ask my dad of stuff, sometimes he gets annoyed, um, with me, but he still does it. But I feel like, um, when people aren't grieving and you are like grief can be very lonely because um for you it might feel like the world has stopped and it's still playing on that day that you lost a person um and it's just like you might have like certain like feelings of like um like you just had a ceiling where you just sit there and you think like, whoa, this person is really gone. And I feel like we as a people should just be more sensitive to people who are grieving. It might have mm-hmm. been j- just a little thing that you asked for. <clears throat> might have not been a big deal to everybody, but you know, you just lost your father in March. And I feel like um, this year um, and while you grieve, people should definitely be kinder to you and keep that in consideration because that is a hard thing um because you know it's i was just thinking about this today like i don't know how i would behave or like the things that i would need to feel comfortable if i was in a situation where i had lost a parent you know so i just feel like take that into consideration um but also i'm as i'm getting older 
I'm realizing <clears throat> the strength in communicating. Like I used to, I used to say this all the time, like, oh, you gotta communicate, communicate. But I feel like I just was regurgitating yeah. things that I heard. I wasn't actually considering and realizing that communication can be uncomfortable. It can look like somebody being at a level where they're more comfortable with communicating things than you are. And like, you know, you get uncomfortable, but just because you get uncomfortable doesn't mean that it's necessarily bad or whatever. But I feel like sometimes if you care for somebody, it is worth like explaining to them, like, listen, that really hurt my feelings. Um, and that was just like, I, you know, I don't think that was cool or something like that along those lines, like just explaining, you know, how you feel. Um, but if you feel like you cannot get past it, I feel like um, maybe you should let, you know, the person go because you don't want to keep on thinking about that, like why you with them or like be in fear that, you know, it'll happen again. Like, you know, he'll get attitude, you know, if I ask for this or that or whatever, if you feel like afraid, I feel like that is like, you should let it go. Yeah. No, I agree with you that communication is super important, but I feel like, like my mention and the message that she did, like, let me go back. So, so, so naturally. Oh yeah. And then he brought it up and he was like, yeah, and it kind of made it about himself again. So I'm gonna be honest, if it were me, I would have a really difficult time getting past that. Oh yeah. uh, Because I don't really forgive easily anyway, but I also feel like as a super loyal person, you should be waiting to show me how you're there for me when things get bad yeah because that's the thing like people sorry you don't get many opportunities in life to you know like when parents pass away Mm -hmm. and when family members pass away those are the times that you put that ride or die thing to test Mm -hmm. and you really start to learn Mm -hmm. who's with you and who's not with you because Mm -hmm. some people they love to be with you as long as things are good as long as they could do their holiday plans with you as long as things are great but unfortunately life gets very muddy Mm -hmm. and you know you're young so you don't really this is probably like your first introduction to that but like now that I'm in like my later 20s I see that life gets even muddier than just death. Like there's some things that can happen with financial stability. There are things that can happen with your health. Like God forbid, you know, you have like oopsies and you get pregnant, you have a baby, you know, you want to know that, that you're going to be with somebody who, whose support is unwavering. Mm -hmm. And if you can't get me no socks and a blanket, then what else, then you can't do nothing else for me is how I feel. Um, again, that's just my opinion without knowing this person, without knowing your relationship, without knowing any of the good things that he's done, without knowing what he's going through, without any of that context, I just feel like it's a no, like you need to be loyal because I don't care if, if I ask Sabria right now, I got COVID and I can't get this without a car. She going to figure out how to get it to me. That's just how it is. And I think that sometimes we have these high expectations for our friends, but when it comes to our partners, we allow them to get away with giving us the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. Your partner is just that. That's the person that should be checking your your back constantly. And you have said it yourself that you wouldn't, you wouldn't care. I mean, if it was him or, or somebody else, you would have no problem doing it. Like mentioning things like PT, like they took the PTO, you have COVID. 
you have COVID. Like we're in the middle of a global pandemic. Everybody should be prepared for whatever plans they have to be interrupted. Like exactly. we were supposed to go into the studio last week when we did our um when we did our podcast collab with Just Let It Glow uh podcast, but because I didn't feel well, we had to then say, you know what? We got to be a little bit more, you know, we got to change shit up and we got to do it this way because that's the world we are living in right now. To blame you and to be that immature and to not understand it and then not have the control to to swallow his his feelings because what you're going to is 30 times worse to me is a sign of a selfish person. And that's like, I just was talking to Sibir about this earlier. I think selfish people are the root to every issue we have in the world. That's very so, true. I, I, I personally am not on his side at this point because I, I don't, you know, we don't know each other personally, but I just feel like that person should have had your back. I feel like I got your back more at this point. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, um, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was supposed to go to Japan, <laughs> I feel like a $1,400 trip that I paid for myself. And I didn't, I had to fight to get money back and stuff like that. And I still understood. Cause I'm like, oh, I was supposed to go, but we are in pandemic so you know that is just like you know <laughs> it's just something you got to take on the chin also like you said he's not stuck in a house like if he really if it really mattered to him there are so many ways that people on social media have been displaying how they still hung out with their family members who had covid yeah like it's sitting by a window or something like that or like you know facetiming you or like um going to a restaurant and like or you eating at home and preparing virtual like y'all eating like together virtual like, dates like it was an opportunity for him to prove how down he was for you and he fumbled it big time and made it about himself like just yeah. knowing that anytime I know somebody who is dealing with a loss my heart sinks even more for them during the holiday Same. season that the holiday especially that first holiday season so I just feel like Maybe he wasn't, you know, to Sabria's point, maybe he don't understand that, but that's just a red flag because it's like, well, what else don't you know about basic human empathy? Yeah, because I'm just realizing like this year, like with um how um like uh how I lost a friend this year and like how there have been friends that I have lost in the past or whatever, or I'll tell somebody like, Yeah, I don't really um like drugs, like hard drugs is a little uh, like it's a touchy thing for me because like I lost somebody due to hard drugs and then people will like, you know, uh like make jokes about like addicts and like people or like something like that or just like like it's not a big and I'm just like yo what the fuck is wrong with people like i'm just realizing that like when it comes to grief you really see the selfishness in people because like it's sad it's not always you know i was saying to somebody today that like um that like if you want to be with somebody and you're like dating and like y'all working on like you know building whatever you can't just all or, but in y'all case y'all are in a relationship you can't always be there just for the sexy times it's stuff is going to be ugly yeah like it's just that it's either going to be ugly in the beginning or it's going to be ugly like sometime later you don't know it's just stuff is going to be ugly like and you can't always be one want to be there for you know the fun and the sexy times and stuff like that because like it's a, a sexy time can turn ugly real quick real quick real quick so and that's why I, I just I treasure the people in my life be so much now not because all we do is like turn up together it's like no they've been there 
for that ugly. That's just so important. It's just so important because that's when you really need your, your circle. You can't mm-hmm. get the, th- that's all you needed to feel better. You didn't even ask this person to pay for it. You said, pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's that simple. No, I'm going to say that I'm not a fan, but again, like just, that's just, that's just our opinion. And you know more about your relationship than us. So like, just, just take that like as a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also mentioned that, you know, is it, is it fair to expect the same love that you get from a parent from your partner? And I always think about this. Like, this is just something I literally always think about. So I thought it was a great opportunity for me and to talk about it. I always wonder like, damn, did my dad set, are my expectations like too high or are they, am I being naive and why am I wrong for thinking that men should treat me in the way that my dad treats me? I mean, granted I'm his child. Like it's his responsibility to do things for me. But what I come to realize, and this is something my dad tells me all the time, when man loves a woman, he does anything for her and war was started over women. Like he always tells me that. And he says, it's so important to know my worth because when a man loves you, you don't have to ask. You do not have to ask. And sometimes that is hurtful in looking at the relationships that I had because I felt like those guys did not do everything to keep me happy. And mm-hmm. then that left me to realize, and it hurts, but I ripped the bandage off and said, like, they wasn't fucking with me like that. Because if they were, my happiness would have meant a little bit more. It's a, yep. That is a fair expectation. Exactly. No, people should not be paying your bills. You know, if, especially when they, they making just a living wage no people shouldn't be tying your shoe and helping you get dressed in the way that a parent would or fixing every oopsie that you make or have this just endless forgiveness for you but at the end of the day that same love and protection that you feel from your your family I believe that that you should feel that same love and protection to your partner I feel like your partnership like your family exactly it's about protection and like just just have like having my back like it's that simple it don't even be about the material things it's just making me feel wanted and not questioning do you like want me around like do you care me yeah do you like me because like for real for real like you gotta like somebody before you love them and like it's like do you even like me? Like for real, like you said. Outside of what I can do for you, do you like me? Do you care about me? Do you want to protect me? Do you want to keep me safe? And like, I think for some people, like depending on your love language, that may not mean as much. Like some people seek different things from relationships. And when people have relationships that are what I perceive to be cold, I kind of just mind my business because I'm like, yeah. well, that's they shit. I ain't got, I ain't in it. I ain't got to worry about it. But from my end, I 100% need security is just very important to me in every aspect of my life, like within my job, with, with money, with just where I live, why I don't hang out around certain people, why I don't try certain drugs, just safety and security means a lot to some people. And in a relationship, that's, that's something I, I want. Yeah. And it seemed like it's hard. To, it's like, it is hard to get. I mean, it feels like it's hard to get, but it's not impossible. Mm-hmm. and getting a somebody you know that getting a partner should be hard because it is 
a lot riding on it. So sometimes when I feel like it's hard, I'm like, yeah, but look what I want. Like, it's not something you're going to find in just every human being. Yeah. It's just really, really hard to find a person where it's like, we like each other. We love each other. We're sexually attracted to each other. And then we can make this last forever. Like, that's mm-hmm. really hard to do. It's so hard. Um, but you just got to trust that that person is out there and you're worthy of that. Like, every day, every person is worthy of getting what they want. Every person. Exactly. Also, like, again, you are so young. hmm so young whoa like yeah you are so young yeah and we kind of touched on this but um there was a time we were going through grief and people didn't treat us any differently because I felt I felt that heavy when like my uncle passed away I think I actually like got really upset on air thinking about it how people just want to move on and I'm like I'm not there like I'm just not there mentally um but I had a job and they just treated me like nothing happened. They still, I was like, yeah, I have to, like, it was sad because within one week span, two family members passed away. So I left work early on a Thursday. Then I left work early on a Tuesday. We'll never forget these days. And I remember what I actually had anxiety going into my boss's office on that Tuesday saying like, I know it's 10 AM, but I actually got to head out because you know, my uncle just died. And she just looked like looking at me like I made it up. I'm like, yeah, it does sound like a fucking movie that one person died on Thursday and another person died on Tuesday. Welcome to my life. I'm leaving. You know what I mean? It was no card on my desk when I came back. It was no no flowers from this company. But then I noticed like this other girl who I worked with, like her grandma, who was like ancient history, passed away. And they gave her like flowers and they were like sending me a card and called me petty. But I'm like, if y'all don't take that card somewhere else. But nobody did anything for me. Nobody gave a shit about what happened. And now I'm supposed to throw a parade because somebody died of natural causes over there. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it. But it's just I just felt like there was no understanding. And, you know, like maybe five months after my uncle passed, I came to work and my performance had gotten better because I wasn't in that stressful period of watching a loved one deteriorate away my boss was like wow like you know you really got really great at this and I was just I flat out said I said yeah you know it's amazing how like your mind could just open up when you're no longer like you know grieving (laughs) and you know going through this hard time and being a caregiver essentially because I did support a lot and she said you know in the future you know just let me know it's like nah y'all didn't want to know y'all didn't even make me feel safe in telling you but that was a time for me where I just realized that people some people really don't care about what you're going through yeah and I hate that I hate how people like it's a shame because like I remember when like this year when I got the news about um Amber Patton my friend um it's sick but the first thing I thought in my head was I'm glad I was in that work yeah i'm glad i was like that was a moment where i was like because i had lost my job due to covid i was like i'm glad that i lost my job like i'm glad that i wasn't at work like i was able to like because like the few weeks after that and like the month after that i was like a mess i was like doing my makeup and i was like crying and i was like feeling like i didn't want to get bit get out of my bed and i was like scared and so just like irrational things and the only thing i could think of was I'm glad I don't have a job right now because I get to grieve, which is sick. That's sick to think like that. But people act very like, yeah, I feel like that's why this, like this letter really like 
did something to me because like people act like I noticed like as somebody who has like lost a I would say like a significant amount of people at this time people act very strange when it's not them or like they it almost acts like they act like um like you have like a a a like a like in zombie movies where like if you touch somebody like you become a zombie like they act like you're diseased and it's or very your weird. sadness is just an interruption to their regularly scheduled programming like yeah. come on why are you being sad like I want to be happy you will bob kill like oh I didn't ask I did not ask yeah exactly so oh, yeah, I think uh, that ultimately, um, you know, when you need people that's down for you and more, whenever you feel this uncomfortable about people, you got to think about like your core values and what you want from a partner. You have to think about what you imagine, close your eyes, think about little you, how they imagine their partner being and make sure that your beliefs, how you want to be treated, all that align with what you're accepting. Because it can happen to the best of us where we say, I want a guy that's this way, but yet we're in love with somebody that's being a little bit different to us. But for as long as your beliefs and your actions don't align, it's going to create discomfort. Like it's called, mm -hmm. probably you know about this cognitive dissonance. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to lose weight, but you're eating bad, you're going to feel uncomfortable. You want a loving partner, but you're accepting someone who isn't giving you what you perceive to be loving, and that is your partner, you're going to be uncomfortable. So mm -hmm. as you move forward, just make sure that your beliefs align with your actions. And that's how I usually go forward with all my decision making. Yep, that's true. But again, sending you so much love. Thank you for reaching out to us. Um, and that wraps up our show for this week. We hope you guys have a very, 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 very Merry Christmas. If you want to reach out to us, tell us how you celebrate it. You can find us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. Find us on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can email us at Black Girl Brunch. I'm sorry, at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at imamate, on Twitter at it's mate and Sabria. At it's frankenfem on Instagram and frankenfem underscore on Twitter. Okay, that's it. That's the show. We love you guys. Bye. Peace. <laughs>